guys. Welcome back. This is Wasteland High. I am Dom Esquivan, joined with Nathaniel Garofalo, podcast connoisseur and maker of podcasts. Glad to be here. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, we also have Lacey Stockton. Lacey. This Ooh. is your first podcast, which officially makes you a podcaster. Welcome oh. to a lifetime of self-doubt and fuck, you made me forget the line because you uh, you made this into a huge thing, Lacey. I was going to like intertwine Seth's thing where he's like, welcome to being a Cohen. And you just fucked it all up. Anyway, oh. welcome to Wasteland High. Lacey's here, guys. Our third co-host. This is the, uh, I guess... What, we, what it should have been for the first three episodes, but someone had to build a house or something. You're doing some some home improvement shit, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. We are here to talk more OC, episodes four through six. Uh, what are we talking? We're talking uh, the debut. We're talking uh, The Outsider, and we're talking The Girlfriend. Guys, welcome back to sunny uh, OC, Orange, California, Lacey, talk to me. Welcome back. Nathaniel, hey there. Hey, buddy. What's up? Hey. Hey, hey. <clears throat> um, nothing much is going on with me. Same old. Um, you know, life is stressful enough, and getting to pop in with the OC crew every once in a while, it just, you know, I got to say, <clears throat> might be controversial, but it brightens up my week. How it it could you couldn't have said anything that would warm my heart more. Mm. Thank you very much. I wish you wouldn't put it off for so long because you, I know how warm and fuzzy this show is going to make you feel. And yet, day after day, week after week, I'm hey, have you watched? Hey, have you watched? <clears throat> I'm you're busy, man. You got your your jet setter. I, I always I always think you know I got so much going on. And I think oh man, I gotta. Lacey, Go you should have heard this watch. asshole last time. I was like, hey, when uh, when can you watch these uh, next episodes? He goes, oh, I can breeze through these. I can throw them on. I know. It's nothing. And then it's life, nothing. Life comes at you fast. And then I I think I got no time for it. And then I'm like five minutes into episode four and I'm like, yeah. Mm, and then, mm. and then you know, you just breeze on through it. It's just going to be a recurring thing, you know? Mm, you just got to deal with it. I yeah, can't. I, I don't know was, if I can handle that. Tom was giving me crap about having notes, and I, I was telling him in episode five, I didn't have very many notes because I just started watching it and just got way into you it. Got lost in the sauce on episode five on the yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll I mean, talk about that. Here, here's the thing: is like I know <clears throat> you'd you'd love you know me to come prepared with all these notes about like cringy dialogue or anything but like I, I honestly just think it's a good show you know I, there, there's there's nothing like I'm just, I'm just having the time of my life over here I, I got nothing to write down it's all it's all gold okay uh, this is uh, a turn of events I did not expect I, I mean okay this but is, he, he, it's he, not necessarily a bad thing this is good this like is good. Here, here's the thing I know we're only a couple episodes in but like yeah I think we brought it up on the first episode of this podcast, but like there was a time when you tried to get me into One Tree Hill and that's mm-hmm. a show you can clown on, you can dunk on, you can run laps around. Like there's all kinds of wacky shit in there. And like with the OC, I feel like this is, it's on, it's on a different level here with the OC. Like okay. it honestly feels like there's an alternate reality where this is just a sitcom. Oh, like where it's just like it, the Cohen it, house. It honestly, at times it just feels like a sitcom and then kind of serious stuff happens and it like goes on for way longer than a sitcom. But that's how, those are the vibes I'm getting mm. with the OC. Okay. I feel that. I could see that. Lacey, how are you feeling with these episodes? Cause I mean, this is your, your little inaugural episode. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was telling you, I, I had thought I had seen a good yeah. chunk of it. I wasn't really sure, but I think I was just more familiar with it from being so popular mm-hmm. at, at the time. And I don't know that I ever got very far into it. Um, you know, mostly because I was still living with my parents. So we'd have, we would have cable in and out sort of situations. So yeah. 
Um, so that's what I was sort of thinking when I started watching these again. And I was like, you know, I don't know that I actually watched it, but maybe would have caught an episode here and there um, okay. throughout. Because um, I do know some things like later on, or at least I think I do. No spoilers. Um, yeah, and and then I think I've seen some you know some spoilers in, in the time that has passed, um, but I'm enjoying watching it. It's <laughs> just just seeing some of the like terms that come up and the clothes that they wear and like oh, yeah. when I'm you know going on a walk or something and I'll just sort of like randomly it's think about the early 2000s and what I was doing and yeah, um, a different vibe back then. Yeah. So it's nice. It's, it, it, it's giving me like a chance to sort of reflect on a time that I hadn't really thought about in a long time. Mm. God. I mean, cause you, I mean, what you're a year older than me. So we are both around 16 or 17 when the show came out. So target demo. Um, I want to ask back then, when the show premiered, would you say that you were more of a, like when the OC hit, were you like, okay, I got to watch a show or was it something that was like, I'll see it eventually. And it sort of just like was on your periphery or was it like a must see type of thing? And you, you know, you saw the first episode. I know I seen the first episode mm-hmm. and I just think that the reason why maybe I didn't, you know, I, I live with two other siblings, so maybe I, Oh yeah, fighting it for the remote. Wasn't on the right time, yeah. or um, and you don't, you're not blessed like I am or Nathaniel to be the oldest, to be the <laughs> eldest child. So we reigned supreme in our mm-hmm. homes uh, when mm-hmm. we were children. So I mean, God forbid anyone touch the remote if I were in the room. You know what I what I said and went. That must but, be uh, nice. Must be yeah, nice. It was great. It was great. And my dad worked for the cable company, so I was fucking oh. living back then. That's yeah, amazing. I, I was thinking, oh, you know, when I mentioned our cable would be in and out because our dad would, you know, steal cable. So <laughs> so here's the thing. My dad used to steal cable, too, back in the day. Oh. Hell yeah. And then finally he was like, fucking, I'm going to work for the man. You can't beat him. Join him. Because right. they used to have those little black boxes. Do you remember those? I wasn't the one stealing the cable. Well, neither was oh, I, but I house? remember the devices. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah. before anything, they had like these weird little black boxes that you would have on top of your television set to get like HBO and uh, Cinemax and Showtime. So I remember my dad would always have one of those. And then eventually it became too hard because they started making digital cable and it wasn't going through like telephone lines anymore. So, yeah, he just got a job with them. And then we got like lifetime free or some oh, shit. It was, wow. it was dope. Yeah. Wow. But uh, but I digress. Let's get back to Orange County. Yeah. Uh, so. The debut, it is cotillion, guys. Our ladies, they have to uh, be shown off to society or given away some barbaric uh, ritual that rich people do for some odd reason. Uh, we meet uh, we meet a new character, um, Anna Stern. Thoughts? Concerns? Uh, um, I mean, <clears throat> I thought, like, when she was introduced, I'm like... My my gut was that I'm like okay, she's I like I've seen enough sitcoms and dramas like this and stuff to know that like she's either going to be like a main character or they're going to write her off at the end of this episode, hmm. and like maybe she comes back I don't know but like yeah they were very quick to be like yeah she's not sticking around at least for right now. And she was off on a fucking sailing trip at the end of the episode. Like she's new in town, and then she's just like leaving the next day. Get this cotillion out of the way, and then I'm, I'm going to Tahiti. Yeah, she had like, like a why few even bother? Plans. Like why even I bother? I don't know. Just go don't straight know. to the trip. I, but, I have no idea. I mean, I think I think it was also a nod to like make her more uh, and like give Seth a little bit more hope that there are more women out there. You know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, she, in terms of just, like, Seth's character, like, she was super helpful just to, like, give him that confidence that he desperately needed so he could advance with uh, Summer. I got to say, things are moving fast between him and Summer. I thought it was going to take, like, I don't know. I know there's only four seasons, but I don't know. I thought... 
I told you, man, this show, it kind of burns through plots. Like each week there's some big event. So, uh, Lacey, uh, you heard, like I was telling him on the last episode, each week there's like some huge gala or party. So there's going to be these, uh, big fights or meetings between several different couples and it's, it's going to be a farce just like we saw at Cotillion where, like people are dancing with other people and they're watching from across the room and all these like conversations about shit. It's, it's wild stuff. Love yeah. It. But uh, yeah, things are progressing rather fast with uh, Seth and Summer. By the end of these three episodes, he's, he's licked her finger, I believe. And she has kissed him because he remembered a poem from uh, sixth grade. So yeah, the boy's pulling out all the stops. Yeah, you guys chatted a little bit about, like, Seth and Summer in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think Nathaniel brought it up about, like, why is Seth so interested in Summer? Right, right. And I have to say, I love Seth, but I do not like his toxic behavior with Ooh, Summer. It let's is- get into it. <laughs> It's um what, like his obsessive behavior or Yeah, he okay. stalks her. I mean he's 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 her stalker, right? Like yeah, he for sure. follow, he knows all of her um yeah. everything about her and she doesn't know who he is at all. So that's kinda creepy. I and, very much so. I'm I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna put this in the like let's take it back to actually being in a sixteen year old's head. Had either of you had a crush on someone that intense that maybe you knew things about them that they didn't know about you, you know, where you knew someone's birthday, but they might not have even known your last name, you know, and like maybe you had a crush on them from afar. I'm just wondering. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I think I think definitely. And like, I can't remember exactly what I said, like last episode about, I mean, on the surface level, yeah, it's to- it's definitely weird to have a character like Seth where he's kind of feels like this fish out of water. Like he doesn't, he's not actually one of the like, you know, snooty rich kids. Like he's kind of a, thinks of himself as this outsider. He's got good taste in music and all, all this kind of stuff, but he is like infatuated with like the most cliched kind of like, um, OC stereotype type uh, girl. But then, you know, yeah, I think back and I, I think there's definitely like examples from my past of like um, having that crush that like goes back so far, you know, to like, it goes beyond like, their personality maybe. Yeah. Like it's like, cause when you have a crush on someone, when you're like in second grade or something, mm. there's no like, deep emotional like you're not connecting on any real level it's all this kind of like surface level whatever you want to call it and i i can't imagine that because i yeah like i said like Mm -hmm. i feel like there's examples of that from my past where it's like you have this unjustified kind of like infatuation over years yeah um with the same uh person and then you find yourself when yeah maybe you're like in high school or eighth grade or something and you're kind of like why do i still kind of have this weird crush i don't think i had anything on seth's level yeah you weren't naming Um, uh your your cars after anyone or anything but like just to speak to summer really quick like i feel like she definitely does know who he is she's just so like on her own plane of existence that she is just kind of like I don't know, intentionally blocking him out. Like how, how do you, how would you not know who he is? Like she got, she, she knows who he, I feel like she knows who he is. She's just kind of like, yeah, so I mean, it is that sort of, kind of like, you know, like a, a who's who situation. I mean, his grandpa is the richest yeah. guy and you know, that Newport. is true. That is so, true. It she, would be hard for her not to know him, but she, I mean, I, she's, she's pretty toxic too, though. I think they're kind of like matched in their toxicity because in that, in that party episode, 
she's like totally using him just like dragging him and she was kind of using him in the debut episode too like dragging him along to get i think she she was using him in the debut episode but um i thought that well okay first i have one thing to say about about seth and their relationship is and the way that seth sort of pines over her is that in his mind being with her means he gets to be a part of that world, right? Like she come, brings the rest, like being with her means everyone's got to accept him. Everybody's got to love him now because he's with, you know, Summer, the most popular girl. So, but, uh, and and that's sort of this vision that he has, this, this, this vision he's created for her. And then, but the other thing is, that I noticed um, at the end of the of the party episode was, you know, he he gives her a bunch of guff and says, "Hey, you just you just using me to talk to all these banker guys." And then, oh, you mean you uh, know, at the end of the girlfriend or whatever? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and she, you know, and, and she says she's not, and they kind of have their moment. Um, and then she says, you know what? Okay, well, I'm going to go talk to this guy. You know, she could go introduce herself. So she could mm-hmm. have introduced herself the entire time. I thought, I think she just liked having Seth with her. Really? Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, at the last uh, thing she says, I she's mean, like, yeah, at that point, but I think that's just because he had, he had, pr- he had shown that he cared about her. And she then at that point decided, it was wrong for me to use him because he cares about me. That's the way that I took it. Yeah, there's, I mean, but I thought, I mean, I took it, I mean, yes, that he took it that way, but I was Mm -hmm. thinking that she's like saying, oh, okay, well, I can go, you know, not in a snobby way, but she's like, okay, well, I can introduce myself to this, you know, banker guy. You do you. And um, so I just thought, oh, she wasn't powered enough. She felt comfortable enough to introduce herself to banker guys and talk to these people. She just chose to have Seth with her. What do you think about that kiss? That was um, sweet, I guess. <laughs> was it? Okay, so hold on. Wait, so you're saying that his crush on her is toxic, but the kiss is sweet? I get I like- it. I like when they get together, you know, oh, I like when they get together. <laughs> contradiction. Uh, I love you. <laughs> yeah, so, so, well, what about the super intense kiss, almost kiss between Ryan and Marissa? That was... Which time? I feel like any yeah, time like those two get together, any time they're in a room together, it's just heavy breathing and a lot of haze. It's hey, hey, and just like, just intense stares and almost kissing and then someone walks in. It's some weird yeah. bullshit always with those two. Yes. So we get to deal with that for the next few years or seasons or whatever. Um, But uh, yeah, so in the debut, what we have more bullshit with the triangle of Luke, Ryan and Marissa. Uh, Jimmy gets beat up because he lost all of Holly's father's money. Two hundred and fifty thousand, I think, quarter million for him. But four million overall, we find out. And we find out why. We were talking about it last episode mm-hmm. when we were wondering, like, why it was that Kirsten was so ready to uh, just trust Jimmy and give him however much he needed. And we didn't understand or we didn't know why uh, he had lost some money. And now we figured it out. It's because he can't say no to his family. Uh, they've grown accustomed to living at a certain level and he'll be damned if they have to suffer, you know. So thoughts on Jimmy Cooper, the uh, the clown prince of the OC. Um, yeah, he's really just a, a sad sack, like who just can't make any good decisions, basically. Like, I don't know, because, yeah, like when we did the first episode, we I feel like we talked a lot about like I was sort of confused. To me, my first impression was like, he seems like a decent guy, but he's just kind of like, like I was expecting, expecting him to be this like shitty dad. Who's like totally distant from his family. And he is kind of a shitty dad, but in like kind of a more sympathetic way. Like I can understand his position a, a little bit, even though like I hate everything that he 
does <laughs> basically like okay i think yeah he he like you said it perfectly he's like the clown prince of 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 the show at least as far as i know so far like yeah it's just like he kind of like not to take it too like down uh simpsons k-hole but he kind of reminds me of uh old gill from the simpsons yeah <laughs> where he's like just trying to get yeah. it together you know if he could just get a buck yeah i I'm feel like, i feel Jimmy. i feel like the oc could be like a a prequel to like the Simpsons and he mm. like in five years, I could see like just five years down the line, maybe sooner. He's just like his pockets are turned inside out. And he's got like a, he's always got like a cheap suit on and a loose tie. He's, he's like a used car salesman or something. Oh, definitely. Like yeah. on the out, like on the gates of the OC, like let me in. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what the fuck where he's going to wind up. I'm not, I'm anticipating bad things. Hopefully he gets his life back on track. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Well, yeah, because uh, you're not really rooting for Jimmy, but then at the same time, you want Marissa to stay around. So if something happens to Jimmy, then yeah, what does that mean for the proximity of Marissa to Ryan? <laughs> yeah, man, because her life is up in shambles. If Jimmy goes to jail, I mean, Julie ain't getting a job. What, what is she going to do? Although she, it looks like she's sticking her claws inside uh, Caleb Nickel, the king of Newport. We meet him, mm. the Don, uh, played uh, brilliantly by, I believe his name is Alan Dale. He's an Australian actor. He, uh, What do you think? Thoughts on Caleb Nickel? I was... Uh, did you have... No, go ahead. Did you have something? Okay. I Well, I was just going to say that, like, I was spending most of the time trying to like figure out where I knew him from and it was like driving me like crazy and, but I didn't want to look it up. I wanted to try and figure it out. And ultimately I, I couldn't figure it out. I looked it up, but I realized that I recognized him from way back in the day. He, he was like a somewhat important character on lost. Charles oh yeah. More. Mm. Um, I never watched lost. So that's, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, I mean, he's like a perfect. What kind of character was he on Lost? I just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, kind of remember. Yeah. I mean, like he he played like kind of, as far as I remember, he played like kind of that same. He was someone's father. He was another character's father, and he was kind of this. Ah, uh, he's always in, a dad. He Classic. was kind of this important kind of like. I really forget. It's been so long since I've seen Lost, but I do remember that he was someone's father and he played, it was like, it seemed like it was a similar type of, you think a casting director saw him with his son once and he just got typecast and he's always playing dads. Probably. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's in terms of his role on the OC. I mean, he's like, I mean, he's playing that type of character perfectly. It seems like, I think. Lacey, thoughts on uh, Rich Daddy Warbucks, Papa Cal? Oh, man. Uh, he hits close to home. <laughs> How so? What What are you talking about? He was described as uh, the Donald Trump of the West by summer. You no, know, no. It's, it's more his, um, his story for his taste for the younger ladies. Ah. Um, very much... Um, very similar to my father-in-law, who mm. uh, also has a um, taste for younger ladies. He's, okay, don't say it like that. That makes it sound <laughs> like uh, we need to get Chris Hansen in here to catch a predator style. Uh, make they're well, legal, right? Uh, um, no, Dude, he. <laughs> they're legal, right? <laughs> um. Yes. Longer you don't say yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, as fuck. far as I'm aware. Um, oh, my God. You're not helping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, well. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. He, well, well, he's a he's he's a wealthy man. Out, he lives out in Huntington Beach. His listeners might be in and, a different demographic. We might. Yeah. <laughs> and he, um, uh, you know, he. So wait, how old his, is your mother? His wife passed away, and that was like the love of his life. And then, so just uh, like Caleb Nickel. Yep. And then after what? that, he um, just kind of 
has dated a few random women here and there and then and then lately has been dating much younger women and recently married. So how old is your a, current uh mother-in-law? My current mother-in-law just turned 21 when they got okay, she turned 21 when they got married, but now I think she's 22. Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. See, it's a crazy world cuz like Every time when I go on social media, like, like one of like probably the most prominent sentiment that I see from like Zoomers towards like millennials is like, in their eyes, one of the most toxic things of all time is for like guys in their late twenties uh, yeah, to be yeah, dating yeah. girls in their early twenties. Yeah, you brought this up. You brought this so, up last so that's episode like, too. That's like a very close gap you know, of only a couple years. And that's super toxic to pretty much every zoomer on the internet. So it, yeah, I mean, but not every zoomer because uh, this person who is 22 would be a zoomer. Correct. Your mother-in-law isn't, isn't she <laughs> technically a zoomer? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Oh man. That's wild. Yeah. Does so, she have a TikTok account? I honestly know. I bet she does. I bet she's got like a shit ton of followers on TikTok. uh, Zoomers are always on TikTok. I've met her like once or twice. Um, What, like a Dave and Buster's or something? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, and you know, it is what it is. He's there. They're they're doing their thing. But I, I, is she like Gabrielle? I wonder. She is not. Um, okay. All right. Not this particular one. There, there okay, was one we, that on. he dated. That can we talk about Gabrielle had, for a second? Yeah, Wait. yeah. Did you had what? What? Yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just. There was one that he dated that had some Gabrielle vibes going on. But okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Grandma. So this show, uh, I love it to death. But one of the things that it does is these like out of left field, weird, like prepubescent male fantasy things. And this is one of them, because in what world does any 24 year old woman go after a 16 year old boy, a 24 year old former model? I mean, I guess I guess when they look like Ryan, maybe, but she's about to marry a billionaire. She's going to risk it all for some for some kids, some juvenile delinquent. Are they going to get married though? Because it seems to me that they were just sort of like she was just having okay. fun, you know? know. Or yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. My bad, my bad. I mean, this is. I mean, this is like a much more toxic kind of attraction than. than yeah, Caleb definitely, for, definitely. For She's because, a legit predator, man. Yeah, this is it's yeah. not okay. It's not it's because not. Um, yeah, it. I mean, and the show kind of gets away with it because of how old Ryan looks. Definitely because oh, he's got those jacked ass arms. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that that's five that's, o'clock shadow. That's the thing. Like when you're just watching it play out on screen, it doesn't seem that weird or wrong or anything because she looks like she's in her late twenties. He looks like he's in his like early twenties. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. so you see it happen. You're like, okay, yeah, the slightly older woman in love with kind or not in love, but like um, in lust, in lust with kind of the, you know, there's an alternate version of this where he's like the pool boy and she's, you know, what are you watching? Razzers? What are you doing right now? He's in the, well, he's, he lives in the pool house. I understand that, but you've got a whole narrative cooked up. An entire narrative. We could have just gone on with whatever was happening on the screen, but you that's OC after dark, folks. You're saying? Sorry. Um No. You know oh, what? Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Um But yeah, no, I like on paper, yeah, it's ridiculous. But I mean in reality, he didn't you say that he's Ben McKenzie's like 24 or something. Yeah, he was 25 during all this. So yeah, yeah. not that so, big of a deal. And I'm sure ima- the actress is around the same age. I can yeah. look that up. Um, I mean, she, yeah. she, she looked like she was maybe like 30, 
maybe the late twenties. Yeah, but you also said uh, Misha Barton, who played Marissa, was in her twenties and she was seventeen. So she looks like she's in her twenties. Oh, damn! You're yeah. dragging the shit out of Misha. Ooh wee! Oh, she's gorgeous. She's she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, Lacey, you said that uh, you're engrossed with episode five, The Outsider. Tell me why, because that's an episode if I were ever doing, well, and I am doing a rewatch, but uh, we have to cover every single episode for this podcast. Why would I ever watch The Outsider? The Outsider is nothing. It's like, meh. It's a it's a completely, it's a skippable one for me. I don't know. Hmm. Did you, Nathaniel, um, did you not have the same uh, experience? Uh, I mean, I think I, I get, I get where you're coming from. Definitely. I, I think that that's the kind of episode where like, I don't have these like specific moments like written down or anything, but I feel like that's the kind of episode where you just, the enjoyment you get out of it is just maybe in like a few little like funny interactions right, between right. characters. Like, yeah, in terms of like progressing anything like character development or story development or romantic development, anything. Yeah. It felt like it was spinning its wheels a little bit. Really? Right? I kind of thought it was jam packed. First of all, first thing I noticed okay. is hit us with it. Hit us with it. Is uh, Ryan's choker is gone. Oh, that shit. Fashion wave. First, first episode. First, I, okay. first thing. I was definitely um, wrong about that. I remember I didn't think it held on for so long, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. And then, and then we meet Donnie, um, who Donnie. Is from, who's from Vampire Wait. Diaries. Yeah, that's that's, true. that's I was about true. I was about to say, like, I just wanted to make sure that was the dude from the Vampire Diaries. That is, he is about like 30 pounds heavier in this. Uh, and he has a different last name because he, I guess in this episode, uh, back in 2003, he was going by his given name, Paul Wasilewski, which wasn't selling in Hollywood. No one was buying what he was throwing out there. So now I know, right? Uh, so now he is known as Paul Wesley and he was, uh, the male lead for nine fucking seasons of the Vampire Diaries. And I watched every single season, Lacey. Every when single season. When did the season. Um, Vampire Diaries come out? Because I'm just kind of wondering, was he just sort of like hanging about on CW contract? Until he, no, <laughs> he literally was because the, it, he went from the OC. He was also on Everwood. I um, think he had, there was another show where he was this fallen angel, where he was the male lead for that. Uh, there, he was on a lot of stuff where he was like popping around, just trying to find something that would stick for a while. Mm-hmm. And then the vampire diaries hit. And when it hit, I saw him in it and I was like, wait a minute. I saw this motherfucker playing high school five years ago. I'm not, I'm, I'm out of high school now. I'm not doing this. And that's when, yeah, that's, I didn't hang on to the vampire diaries because of that. But I recently rewatched, or I watched all of it and. Yeah, Nathaniel, he's already heard my thoughts. We'll get into it. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, I have caught a little bit of that, but not much. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean you're right. No, we get uh Paul Paul Wasilewski, now Wesley as Donnie, the dangerous boy from uh where do you say he's from? Wait. I can't remember. Nope, Lacey's got it in her notes. No, I don't know if he just says the other side of Newport. Does he actually no, say he didn't he say the other he, side of Newport? He definitely said what it was, but I don't remember because then Ryan said like, "Oh, I'm from Compton." No, no Ryan's, Ryan's from, from Chino. Jesus Chino, Christ. Chino. I knew it was a C. My bad. Oh, you knew it was a C. Well, yeah. Ryan's nickname is uh, Chino, so please keep that in mind. What do you want from me? Uh, more, <laughs> I think. Now nah, I'll take what I can get. Um. But yeah, I mean, it it's hard to uh, hate Seth, but in this episode, I was like, "Come on, man, you got to get your shit together." Why? Oh. Because uh, he, he was he just was a little bit too was, needy. He was definitely too needy. I mean, like, I'm fine with him being needy, but like, when his neediness gets in the way of like the thing everyone wants, is for Ryan mm. to just have some mac and cheese with his uh, GF, you know. Uh, possible um, GF. He hasn't locked it down yet. I, 
and 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 then you got Seth like pulling Ryan to some like ridiculous party, and then the car gets messed up. I'm like, oh man, too much stuff is just going wrong here. I, I need. But I mean, you knew that this would happen. You were telling yeah, me last episode that all these obstacles were going to get in the way. What I did know. you think was going to happen, Nathaniel? It's I mean, just, uh, I, here we are. I Lacey? Let, I'm gonna, okay, so I'm going to go back to making my case here. Okay. Please, please, the outsider. <laughs> Let's get back to it. So, so, well, you know, what we see in this episode is um, – Luke gets shot. Gun violence. Gun violence. Come on, guys. Ever prevalent. We got to talk about it. Stopping guns. That's the kind of thing where it's like, it seems like in the moment that you're like, oh, shit. Like, he got shot with a gun. And then like, (laughs) there's going to be some real consequences. (laughs) Two scenes later, he's like, ah, I'm all good. It just hurts a little. Like, it's a little sore. Uh, Marissa was like tugging on the arm that he got shot. And I was like, what the fuck? He should be in pain right now. This is like an episode later. She was like hanging on his arm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, they just totally like walked that one back. But yeah. Yeah. So so then it makes the shift. (laughs) Later episodes, you're going to see him all. He's not going to be okay. (laughs) Uh, No, but then, but that makes the shift. Like, right. Because Marissa and Ryan were sort of like. Mm. being on the same page and then all of a sudden Luke gets shot and Marissa has to go like take care of him and puts her right back into the arms of Luke that's true um, sets him back to square one Nathaniel uh, point to Lacey eat a dick but wait what are we is this a debate <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I think so and well, Lacey's winning I think I mean took I, notes, think, man. Took yeah. notes. I, I thought yeah. that like after he got shot I was like oh man like Marissa's not going to talk to Ryan for like another eight episodes. Like she's going to mm. be pissed and then everything's okay. And then frick. And then Ryan shows up the next day to check on her and Luke's like, Hey guy, what's going on? And then yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Ha-? But I thought he that saved was his life. I thought that was super weird, but, um, I, I did like the, um, the like self-aware kind of line that, uh, that Seth has at the party mm. when Luke's being like cool to him and to everyone. He's like, I forget what he said, but he's like, what he got shot, shot in, the arm. in his arm, not his head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, classic Seth. Gotta love it. Little Seth isms. So, uh, after we, Oh yeah, wait, I wanted to, uh, check that age. So the woman who played Gabrielle, Nicole Hiltz, she was born 1978. Ben McKenzie, was born uh why is this taking so long i literally just clicked the other oh 1978 they're the same age so yeah uh both 25 when filming that scene so technically not creepy no in the show in the guise of the show yeah definitely (laughs) creepy but like still like that prepubescent uh, male fantasy of like the older woman who is not that much older, but dangerous. I don't know. It's It was just like a weird thing that they threw in there. When they've yeah. already got Ryan on the clear path to be with Marissa, it seemed like this weird thing, like, to get... I feel like it was to get teenage male viewers in, mm-hmm. like, to get the boys in there. But I was already in there because I just see dudes hanging out, just being friends, macking on girls their own age. And I'm like, that's what I'm doing. That's what I want to do. That's what got me into the show. So I just felt like it was a misstep or like something to try to grab more viewers that I don't think you need. And I would skip, you know. Do you think um, Ryan's a little bit of like a closet nerd? Like definitely, right? Definitely, because they, definitely. you know, we we kind of well, they, he kind of just jumps in the video games, which is sort of like okay, that's kind of a boy thing. The you know guys are always you know not so much anymore, but you know girls are all into it now too. But I'm just saying that you know that's okay, like that's understandable. But then he's you know reading these comics, you know ran you know he's sharing comics with Seth, and you don't see him yeah, you know putting yeah. up a fight or like no man that's not cool. But, you know, and he's like just, all about it. Yeah, I think I don't know if we had touched upon it. I think we kind of did talk about it uh, in the last episode, but I think it's more Ryan has never had the opportunity to be this type of person before. 
you know, he's always been in a in an environment where he had to be like guarded or had to be uh, hard and had to like punch and fight all the time or not show any interest. And now Seth is this person who's like, hey, do you want to do this? And maybe Ryan is like thinking, well, I don't know if I want to let me try it. And he just does it, you know, and he's into these things now. But I think Ryan living with Seth and Seth being such a nerd, it helps make Ryan into the nerd that he's becoming. Because like if maybe if uh, Seth was into, well, no, that's I was going to say Seth is in a sailing. You don't see Ryan out, out there on the boat. But Ryan is definitely into the video games and the comic books. So, yeah, maybe he's just like a closet nerd. Well, because we he know that Ryan didn't have very many friends because in the first episode, he like calls one friend and then and then he's it. That's it. Right. Like, <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's a montage. And also, if I'm like down on my luck and I am desperate, I'm only calling like one person, one or two oh. people. I'm not like throwing hella people out there. So, oh, well, yeah. I mean, plus it's a payphone. So how many? Yeah, you know, how many how quarters did he have? You know, how the many kid just got kicked out. He was <laughs> he was poor. You'd have to think he called someone collect. Had you ever done that where you don't have money on you and you call collect and you leave the name as the message so they know mm. where you are? That's a little broke ass trick. Uh, I had a baby. It's a boy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That thing. Yeah, I did that. I would get stranded at the movies and it was before cell phones. So I had to call my dad and I'd be like, yo, we're out of the movies. Come pick, come pick me up. Yeah. That's a little fun aside. All right. Anyways, I thought that was oh, cute. There was a couple of good yeah. references there too. In there. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Any music drops that you want to shout out? Because, uh, there's uh, the way we get by by Spoon. That I uh, love Spoon. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck with it. Yeah, I, fuck with I, it. I just wanted to shout out the show because it actually I was listening back to uh, a few different artists that I really enjoy, and it's because of this show that I discovered certain bands. And you know, if it wasn't for the OC, where would Dom be now? That's who's to say. You know, I could be out there on the railroad tracks or something. Nathaniel, you know how much I love Death Cab? This this show introduced me to him. This show. Yeah. Wow. So the so the OC was how you heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wish I yeah, could say well, it was at like some some record sh- shop in nineteen ninety six in so Seattle. Disappointed that you, I, that, wish, that was but but I was I was a sixteen year old boy watching television in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, what are you gonna do? It was two thousand three. How else was I hearing about death? <laughs> That's true. There were no we, message boards we, in two thousand three. There was no internet yeah, yet. The, yeah, in two thousand three, we just uh, that, in two thousand three for me, I just my favorite things were what were handed to me. You know, right. my my dad's got a bunch of random CDs, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess these are my favorite bands. Yeah, we were all the eagles. <laughs> Yeah, Ugh, the Eagles. Ugh, God damn it. Uh fucking don't give me any soft rock. I cringe whenever I hear it. Ugh. But uh what else what, what else we got? What else we got going on? Nathaniel, you got any hot takes? Um, what, what was your boy no Sandy up to? I, I mean, I, I think it was in the first episode, right, of the, of this batch where it was just uh it was just one of those scenes that makes you smile. Like I think didn't it start with like uh them coming in and sitting down with Ryan and being like, uh, yeah, Sandy in his big ass suit. We're, we're your legal guardians now. And he's like, he's like, Oh yeah. Okay. He's got like a little smile. He's like trying to hide it. And then Seth comes back and he's like, guess you're Cohen now. Or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so that great line that. that I was going to introduce a podcast with, but the uh, best one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, let's talk about uh, Sandy a little bit. Okay. Let's get into it. Yeah. Sandy C. He, Thoughts on Sandy Cohen? I mean, Stoner Sandy. Stoner, yeah, yeah. We got to find his bong. It's in the house somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he's just—he's still the greatest, right? Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought it was funny him wanting to finding out that 
they used to live in Berkeley. Oh um, yeah, it was a little Bay Area shout out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wants to go back. Uh, uh, it's the lore of the show that uh, that's where Kirsten and Sandy met was at UC Berkeley. That's where they went to college. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, makes sense. So that that uh, that may pop up time and again throughout the mm. show. Yeah, we shall see. Um, uh, but we see Sandy clash with his father-in-law, Caleb Nickel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see he them go toe to toe. He was uh, not trying to hide it. Um, no, they they do not care for each other. But I feel yeah. like it's done in a way that it's like no one's calling each other like a little bitch, you know? Like they both don't care for each other, but it's done in like a gentlemanly way where they're both mm. saying fuck you, but like, I don't know, respectably. It's how you yeah. do with money. It's like, yeah, it was all these little like jabs and like little snide comments and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I never like I don't have any like, I don't have any like mean relatives or or anything. You never had to deal with like a rich evil father in law. No, but I, huh. that that's why it's weird that like when he showed up and he was like, it, there was just something about that like him being there and like feeling like he was like running the show all of a sudden and just like treating Sandy like shit and like treating Ryan like shit. I was just like, like, I I don't know. Just is like not fun. But I I honestly thought that there was going to be some sort of like, like when he first showed up and it was, you know, they kind of established that he knew who Ryan was and that they, he obviously didn't care for Ryan at all. And he was making all these comments about, you know, Oh, you just like let this kid in here and adopted this random kid, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know that this is only like one episode and I don't know what they're going to do with his character, but I was like almost sure that like one of his main plot lines was going to be like finding some sort of connection with Ryan, you know? Like, he just, oh, like, within like that trying episode, to bond with him or something? Yeah, just because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, at the time I was like, this guy could be here for one episode and he's gone, you know? Like, mm. I don't know what they're planning on if he's, like, coming back or whatever. So I was just sort of like, like, like it, it, it is kind of weird when you think about it, like, just in the terms of this episode, like, not knowing, like, just with the context of this episode, it's like, he literally has, like, one, that one scene with Ryan, like where he like half heartedly shakes his hand, yeah, and yeah. And, and that was and tells like when they get the charcoal, and that was like they didn't have any interactions at all. Like the only interaction they have is like through um, Kirsten is well, but through not an interaction necessarily, but their biggest tie is between what's her face, the Gabrielle. Was that her name? Yeah, whoever. Yeah, he's they're like, like Eskimo cousins now because uh, Caleb banged her, and she she yeah. basically got up in or Ryan. Ryan was up in that. Yeah, was I like he? I was. I was wondering because he does say <sighs> they hooked didn't. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just about. Up, I was about to. I, say, I was about but to he say said that. that when they made out. Like they had made out, like she kissed him. Yeah, but is that hooked up? Yeah, that's not. That's you know? not hooked up. Know. He, not hooked he put up. a little sauce on that for Seth. For Seth, he put a little uh, sauce. on I mean, but if you think well, about it, if you're 16 mm-hmm. and you make out with someone, like you're saying, you hooked up with them, right? Probably. Uh, not. I mean, not if I have crossed the threshold of like having sex. I don't think. Like if we but do we have, know? But do we know that Ryan has? Oh, Ryan definitely has. Ryan fucks. You don't think Ryan fucks? <laughs> you see that choker? I Ryan fucks. You don't I, wear a choker like that if you don't fuck. I know that the women want him and the men want to be him, but you know who knows? He's a I have a hard time kid. believing a man with arms like that and a choker <laughs> that tight. Does That's not true. Fuck. But speaking of. Uh, characters being virgins we find out mm. that uh, oh. carissa mm. was a virgin and she's you know until, like she's yeah. in the upper echelons of um oc i thought it was weird as shit people. that 
she ended the episode with telling him it's too late. Yeah. As if he was racing to get her virginity. Yeah, I did. I thought that was also strange. But I would like to say that Luke asked for consent prior to. Yeah, no, he asked. He made made double sure. um, Wild for Luke. Wild for Luke and the time period. You know, I mean, now it's, you know, obviously. Oh, yeah, everyone's you know, consent. Everyone everyone's should be asking for consent. Yeah, we're assigning um, decrees before. Yeah, are we, yeah. Are we really giving him, like, that much credit, though, after all the other shit that he's, like... I'm giving him credit for this. I'm Luke saying, like, given everything done, else he did, I would have expected him to have date-raped her by now. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm yeah, surprised I, he hasn't other, done Other that. than... Okay, he does cheat on Marissa. That That is... Sure. But I'm just saying and, he is super but, violent. He is homophobic. Uh, oh, probably racist. If I mean, if all his friends are white, that's all I'm saying. I haven't seen any black friends. Um, and I'm just saying, I I find it very hard to believe that he hasn't assaulted Marissa, or, like taken no for an answer. So the fact that he got consent and made sure, I'm, I'll give him credit for that because but, it doesn't seem like something that the guy like Luke would do. And he but, does. You know, he does have a point. He's like, every time I turn around, this guy's mm. macking on you. Yeah, Nathaniel, you said that last last episode. You're like, why doesn't Luke have a bigger reaction to this? And Luke is finally like, what the fuck is going on? Who yeah. is this guy? Yeah, I mean, I mean, leaving. All right, but, you know, to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> mean, this was supposed to be my summer, summer of Luke, mm-hmm. and Ryan came aboard. But when I think about, like, aside from that, like in terms of him treating, you know, asking for consent um, and kind of treating her well, at least when she's around, like, I, I almost wonder if that's like, cause I feel like the wider community and like their families treat the two of them as like, um, the future. Yeah, like they're kind of like set, like because you know this other blonde girl that he like keeps hooking up with, right? I don't remember. Uh, there's name. several of them. Well, whatever. But like, I feel like I would almost not be surprised if he, when he's hooking up with someone like that, if he maybe wouldn't care so much about consent or being like a gentleman, you know. But in terms of Marissa, like that's more of a public facing, mm. like. Um, OC royalty kind of thing, okay. you know, like, okay. he, like okay. he's no, no, no. I see what you're saying. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Where he can get away with treating these other women yeah. as lesser, but with Marissa, he wouldn't, he would never dare because he sees her. Uh, I get what you're saying. That's fucked. That's, that's yeah. No, I, I can I'm see that. Maybe that's my theory. I, I'm, I'm just saying I'm a little reluctant to give him too much credit. Cause I'm not sure. I'm not convinced. Damn, you're holding the boy Luke's pooks to the fire. Okay, I see it. I see it. All right. So uh, now that we have uh, have that covered, um, any predictions that we have for these next episodes coming up? Oh, what are the titles? Do you have the titles? Um, let me see. I think they are uh, the escape. The Rescue and The Heights. Although, please do not look at the description for The Heights because they give a fucking spoiler right in... They they give a spoiler right in the description. So just go in there blind for The Heights. But The Rescue... Or The Escape and The Rescue, uh, the the guys, like the whole crew, they go to Tijuana for uh, a last little summer break. And uh, The Rescue... We'll see what happens with that, but I mean, thoughts on yeah, all those. Um, I guess they're going on a road trip. Well, sure, the road trip is one thing. You know, we'll see what happens um, on that road trip. I don't know. I mean, I I have to assume it's going to be a lot of the same kind of dynamics we've been getting. Like, there's going to be tension between Ryan. And Marissa, and oh, there's going um, to be some big blowout probably between Luke and them, and the love triangle thing, and it's all going to happen in Tijuana. Ooh, in Tijuana. Okay. okay. And uh, who knows? There might be uh, a Mexican standoff in the streets. 
between mm-hmm. Luke and the Federales, maybe. <laughs> He's holding Marissa hostage. Luke is now yeah. carrying because he's so so f- afraid of his, for his life now. That yeah, he, that yeah he, he's he, got PTSD <laughs> from Donnie that he he got a concealed carry. Uh, got a shot off shotgun. <laughs> he's he got just any, uh, he's got a trench coat on from now on. <laughs> he's got a trench coat and pooks. Yeah, he rocks it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you have any uh, predictions for uh, these next episodes coming up? Because where do we leave things? Uh, What Seth and Summer? They've they've officially kissed, sort of. Yeah. Um, So is like Seth gonna like uh, uh, like marry some some chick in Tijuana? Marry in (laughs) TJ? Get get drunk on some tequila and. Maybe uh, yes. we got uh, what are, we, we got Marissa losing her virginity at the end of this episode to Luke, and now the gang they're going down to Tijuana. Maybe uh, do you think uh, I don't know? Marissa's with child already. I, pff, I'm just throwing things at a dartboard mm, at this point. Probably. I don't know what's going to happen. Wait, I've already seen this. wasn't there some kind of like um, Jesus? Where did um? Didn't you were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm on a short lease here with this, uh, this fucking, these headphones. Um, didn't, where did Jimmy leave off? Didn't, didn't he? Uh, nah, um, my man, Jimmy, he, he looks like he's about to be cuckolded by Caleb Nickel because he went to go talk yeah. to Caleb and he got shot down. And then Julie was like, let me try and sauntered on over and used her Ooh. feminine wiles. So we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. So things get even worse for old Gil, old, old Jimmy Cooper, you know? Man, only like six episodes in and he's already run himself down into the gutter. I don't he's know how much worse. He's million. Uh, his wife wants a divorce and his and is openly flirting with other men in front of him. And he's been punched publicly. Like, mm. things just can't get any worse for him, I don't think. But we'll see. I mean, time will tell. Yeah. I mean, is there like any kind of like breaking bad style spinoff where he for has Jimmy? To, yeah, where he, he's gotta come up with some sort of like wild drug related mm. scheme like off in the background. <laughs> uh yeah, and the bit is that every episode like he gets the money somehow, but he loses it at the end of the episode. Yeah. He is out four million at the end of the episode every time. He can't help it. He doesn't know how. Back to square one. But uh, this next this next time, he knows he's going to hit big. Um, so, yeah, we have those three episodes up next. Are you guys feeling good about that? When uh, What are we thinking? Um, any Anything for our boy Ryan aside from a uh, mm. big, big showdown in TJ? I mean, Summer is almost over. Not the character, but uh, mm. the actual season. Right, summer I guess is ending soon. It's yeah. It's, it, I never. I yeah. I don't think about school. I know we've talked about it before. Like I think in the last episode that we did, but yeah, it's just it's weird that this show starts in the summer. In in the summer, so like you have all this context and character building and everything without school as a backdrop. So I'm not even like thinking about it. It seems like summer's just going to go on forever. Yeah, you know, I know it's so weird. To think, I, I assume then, if you're telling me summer's about to end, then I assume school's got to start soon. I'm just saying, uh, the show started in early August. We are, what are we, six episodes in now? Yeah, yeah, I, but yes. time is all whacked out in this show. Is it? The first, yeah. the, we How established we- the first three episodes happened over a three day weekend. I, that that's in yeah. the I also that feel. Happened. I also feel like though that something like school has got to happen because I feel like I feel like there might be close to like running out of runway with a lot of these scenarios, you know, like how many like events can keep happening to where shit keeps getting like, I feel like school is going to bring new characters. It's going to bring new dynamics. Like I feel like school is the thing that it's going to need to. Okay. Introduce new, um, foibles into everyone's mm. uh lives there's, there's got to be new dynamics 
but there there are going to be a few uh, dynamics with the characters that we meet at the uh, the OC school. I'm not going to give anything more away than that. I will just say that we have a lot in store, a lot of fun in store um, in the the next three episodes or after that. I mean, in the next three episodes, definitely there there's some big moments. There's some huge things that go down. I'm not going to say too much more than that, but I'm I'm just saying for this first season in meeting new characters at the high school, there are definitely some new foibles. There are definitely uh, some interesting people that we meet. Like, mm. just I'm just saying, man. Like things get weird, and Lacey, the fact that. Like, I thought you had seen the show and you had told me you did, but you don't remember, which is awesome because there's some there's some shit that goes down. So, yeah, can't wait for you guys to see it. All right. I'm excited. I like the show. All right. All right, guys. Uh, Once again, this has been Wasteland High. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Later. Bye.